situation was so distressful to him, and he looked around and he just couldn't find anything. But find anyone else to keep all the same. He just looked at God and said, I think I'm the only one God. But God had preserved other people. If God had other people in other places, he had preserved the nation according to his grace. And so Elijah was looking around for people that he thought he should be saved. He came to the conclusion of that way to look for me. But God said, no, there's other people. That's kind of the way that we are at times. But we think we're not going to be able to go. But we're not going to be saved by us. But we've got to know and understand that we're not saved by us. We're not saved because other people are just like us. It's all the election of Christ. And so he was trying here to get them to understand. Don't look at God. Don't look at God and feel so distressed and have faith and confidence in God that there are others that can be saved. And those people that you think God has given up on, no, God hasn't given up on. God can save them just like He can save you. And that's one of the points that He's trying to make in this chapter. God can save them. God can do what He wants to do. God can save anyone. And that's to make the point that we talked about this morning. That He got Response to grace. Faith is our response to grace. 
in verse number 11, Paul says, I say to them, have they stumbled, speaking of the Jews, that they should fall? Certainly not, but there's, through their fault, provoking the jealousy, salvation has come to the Jews. And so Paul had been talking about the Israelites, how they had fallen. Paul would have been understanding. They had to fall in order that they might be destroyed and be cast out. They fallen for purpose, and that purpose is to work for the salvation of the Gentiles. We know the accounts of the book of Acts. Now, the way the apostle Paul went to the Jews, the Jews wouldn't hear the lesson. He got the best off the street and said, Hey, we're going to the Gentiles. That's why the gospel went to the Gentiles. It's because the Jews didn't believe. If the Jews did not have that attitude, then the gospel wouldn't have gone to the Gentiles in that instance. And so, what we're showing here is this how God works, that God can take the disbelief of one group of people and use that disbelief in order to bring about belief in another group. That's the way God works his things sometimes. We see things and we think, uh, you know, we wonder, why does that happen? One of the confidences that we have to have in God is that whenever we look at something that's bad, we have to have confidence that God can always bring good out of it. That God can always bring good out of it. We read that in Romans chapter 8. He makes all things work together for good. So when the Jews didn't believe, God used that in order to take the gospel to the Gentiles. Now, if their fall is the riches for the world and their failure riches for the Gentiles, how much more do you So I speak to you Gentiles, and as much as I'm an apostle to the Gentiles, I magnify my ministry, and by any means I may provoke to jealousy those who are my flesh and save some of for if they're being cast away as the reconciling of the world, what will the acceptance be but life from the dead? So in other words, if they're falling away, work to the spreading of the gospel to all of the world, then Gentiles understand that the benefit, that's the benefit of the falling. What do you think the benefit would be of that benefit? How much greater of a benefit that would be? And so the Gentiles, instead of looking at the field and looking at the Jews and saying, you Jews, you don't understand your God. Gentiles, they're not standing because of anything. 
Show me thy ways, O Lord. Teach me thy paths. Lead me the 